Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I was reading this story today um, about homeowners, particularly those living in coastal areas, because thousands of them could possibly have to actually leave their homes, so abandon their property, that they've taken out the mortgage and built the house, the dream home, the whole lot. Leave it under, well, we're going to have to have new plans, a national plan to deal with coastal erosion and the rising sea levels. And the government is talking about this managed retreat, which is really a move away from the coast. So who's actually affected by this and what's the impact of coastal erosion on people's homes and businesses and properties? John Farron is on the line. John is from Ballyliffin Golf Club. John, how have you been affected there? Hi, good afternoon. Yeah, we're obviously a links course uh, right on the, the north coast uh, of Donegal. Um we have a boundary stretching about three kilometres with uh, exposed coastline and sand dunes inside it. So every year is always a concern um, whereby, you know, as we get into the winter storms, um, areas of the beach are, are depleted and uh, it exposes the sand dunes. And then there's a risk of uh, flooding of the, the basin in which the, the golf course sits, which, you know, would have a considerable effect on on. Obviously, Valley Duffin Golf Club and the economic impact it has in the area, but uh, the health and well-being of, of uh, you know the people that come and play golf there. But golf is not just the the, the principal issue here. It's there's also a coastal walk along along that uh, beach line, and that has been completely undermined over the years. And unfortunately, we've, we're being told by the various agencies involved that the, the as you say earlier, uh, the managed retreat is the only solution, which. Uh, I don't believe it is, and uh, you know, international best practice is, is saying differently. And uh, okay. we're just trying to get, we're trying to get uh, the the uh, various bodies that are involved or have an input into into this uh, to sit around together and, and uh, come up with a a sensible action plan that, yeah. that can protect these uh, social amenities, uh, uh, coastal amenities. Has this managed okay. retreat already started, John? Then. Well, effectively it has because they're not allowing us to do any protective works or reinstatement works when, when areas are, are exposed. So the beach walk, for example, which is used extensively by visitors and by uh, people recovering from, uh, you know, uh, heart operations, uh, illnesses, because it's a lovely level um, three-kilometre walk, mm. um, it, they aren't able to use it now, so they're having to uh, either go elsewhere or do without. Uh, or worst case scenario is climb up on the dunes to get around the areas that have been washed away, uh, which in actual fact is is, con- is worsening the undermining of the dunes and, and uh, considerably okay. impacting the, the erosion. Um, eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. If you if you're look if you're affected or you're impacted by this and you you want to share your story with us, John, stay on the line. Andy is is with us as well. Um, Andy, you're a resident. You're near Kilmore Key, is that right in Wexford? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. How, how are you affected there, Andy? Well, it's um, it, it's very very bad here. So um, I've been here for five years, and when we got here, there was quite a bit of land. But in the last five years, we've we've seen like ten meters disappear year on year in certain areas. And where our estate is, um, the road that leads into to to get to the estate, that's what was most at of um, of being you know taken into the sea last year. And you know that would mean that you know. 15 houses would be like you know completely cut off you know from the outside none of the houses be able to be able to be able to live in 
And so, yeah, that's what we've been dealing with. Last year, we got um, some emergency works just so we could get into the houses, but we're still waiting on the rest of the um, um, the protection to be put in. So we are getting protection put in at the moment, but it's so, a long haul. So what's your fear at the moment then, Andy? Like, what's likely to happen? Having, yeah, literally not having a house and, you know, um, yeah, literally not having a house to go to, you know, not being able to get to the house, you know, and yeah, bit homeless, basically. And, you know, it, it's it's so bad, you know, that we talk about it, you know, daily, okay. you know, within the household and, and it's spilled onto the kids as well. So they're even worried as well about not having anywhere to, to, to live anymore. So if we were down at your house today, just describe, describe um, for listeners, Andy, what, like what could we see that has happened now because of erosion? Well, we're on our fourth road at the moment. So, you know, we did have quite a bit of land in front. And what we've had to do is every time each road's been eaten, we've had to, you know, dial it back a little bit and put another road in. So what you'd be able to see at the moment is the road that was there last year actually being eaten. And we have a, a, a new road that's been put in. So that's only got maybe, I don't know, four or five months in it. And then, you know, we'd have to dial it back a, a, again and again. But we're... I'm okay. I'm like 80 meters from the, the sea, but one of the houses is like literally five meters from the sea and that's on the road. And so it's, yeah, it's just always a worry. It's, it's an everyday thing on my head. And in terms of like, you know, getting onto the, the council or anybody around that, any of the agencies, as, as John mentioned, has that started? I presume it has, Andy. Yeah, yeah. So we started five years ago when we first moved in and, you know, um, it, it's just been a, a long haul. So we, we live on a, a, an SAC, a special area conservation, and just um, the, the, the paperwork and bureaucracy, you know, that's needed, you know, to, 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 to work around and get protection put in is, uh, is, is being immense. And it just seems like, um, yeah, what the council have to deal with here. And, you know, they're very, very good. I, I have to say, you know, they are very vocal and, you know, communicate a mm. lot, but you know, they, um, they they have a lot to deal with. And the bureaucracy that's in there, so, you know, having to go to the ecologists, having to get the drawings made up, and even just the drawings change from, from month to month sometimes because the erosion's happening and you have to update the drawings and so on and so forth and and everything. But, you know, yeah, it, there's a lot of bureaucracy, okay. it seems, and, and nature doesn't really care for bureaucracy. No one sure, like, isn't there another storm? Is it Storm Kira? Is due to hit yeah. Ireland this week, and or Kieran, isn't it? And then we had look at the weather, and I know it was in, in not beside you now, but in, in Cork, and that you know last last week as well. So when you woke up this yeah. morning, Andy, and you heard this story, and it's in the front of some of the papers about this new national coastal change management strategy is the title of it. But like effectively, the headline is you and thousands of others are going to have to leave your house or abandon your home and move out. Like, what's your reaction to that? I'd be, I'd be devastated, you know, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'd be, it's hard to get a house anyway, you know, to, to live somewhere, you know, we put all our savings into this house. So, you know, to, to having to move out, you know, to uproot the kids, you know, to try and find somewhere and, you know, and, and literally lose, you know, all the savings we did, you know, we put into the house, it'd be absolutely devastating for us, you know, and, and it'd have a massive knock on effect for the kids as well and and you know where we live and where we settle now 
I see this report. I know, John, you mentioned, you know, the the other maybe different ways or policies that could be implemented. But like I was reading in the report this morning, they were talking about even with um, comprehensive, like even with monitoring systems and some sort of intervention policy, like they're saying it's still inevitable that the state or the government are, are going to be faced in, into situations and circumstances where they'll, they'll have to have some kind of a retreat policy, basically. Just won't be able to stop it in some areas. Well, that may be so, but if we sit back and do nothing, that's certainly going to happen. And, and it seems to me that this is the easy way out. Um, to, uh, do nothing or let na- nature take its course. And, you know, Andy's quite right in that the councils around the country are more than willing to uh, assist local communities to, you know, enable beach access, um, protect uh, property and, and facilities for locals and visitors alike. Like, we have a number of, you know, Ireland's best beaches in, in the show here and really access to them is completely um, unsafe and restricted because car parks have been washed away, roads have been washed away and there's no, there's certainly there's no uh, access for less able-bodied people or um, you know, young children and that and it just seems to be um, the, there isn't a willingness there um, from the powers that be to enable people to rectify these situations. Okay. Um, to, uh, to try and sort it out. You know, I can I can understand. Yeah. I was listening to, to Andy. It's you can hear how concerned and, and worried he is yeah. about it. Like as, as Andy said, he's thinking about it daily. Willie is on the line as well. Willie, you've been listening to this. I believe your um, your mum's house is affected. Is that right? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what's we'll, the story we'll... there? Well, I don't. Well, you see, there was there was some for years again the house, but they they never done anything like you know. What it was done, I don't myself, you know. And it's and the coastal erosion has affected it, has it? I went home and they are taking, taking the road away in front of it and taking the garden all away, like, you know. And now we're taking some of the garden away. And how much of the, of the garden has your mum lost at the front of the house, sir? Oh, God, sure. We would have lost yards, like, you know. It was a few, couple of fields on the house one time there a few years ago, like, you know. They're all gone. All along was gone, like in a massive land gone, you know. Over how many years, Willie? Oh, sure. There's a big rock here, in, in doing the one big rock here, and that was in the land over 100 years ago, like, you know. Yeah. That's made 200 yards out now, you know. Have you noticed that it's got progressively worse? Oh, it has got worse, yeah, it has, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of the, the tide of storms, the south east of the worst storms, you know. Yeah. So the, the the road and and the wall and the garden. What part of the country, Willie, are you in? I'm in Ballyhealy, yeah. I'm, I'm close to the, the man you were talking about. Yeah, you're there, Wexford yeah. as well, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's particularly, particularly bad there. Um, Martin is on the line too. Martin's a, a councillor, Martin McDermott in, um, in Donegal. Martin, is there a willingness from the powers that be to address this, to, to try and find a different solution to this um, managed retreat policy? Um, no, I don't think there is. I think that, you know, we've been fighting this cause here in Lunnishone, uh, up in Donegal for, for the last 10 years. Um, we have had, you know, lots of discussions with both the local authority, and to be fair, the, the local authority has pushed this quite heavily, but once you get to the OPW, uh, National Parks and Wildlife, all these other organisations, 
uh, just seems to fall between two stools and no one wants to take responsibility. Um, if you take lag, where, where we're from up near, near Ballon Head, and we, we looked at that. There was a, a survey done back in 2016 where we got granted uh, 76,000 to do a study of the area and lag and the area which John Farn is talking about at, at Pollen Beach. Um, lag has, has, there's over 100 metres taken away from lag from the late 80s until uh, 2019. So that's the width of the football pitch yeah. over a vast area of, of coast that has been eroded. Um, the report did say that within the next 40 years that if something wasn't done, that the, the wee church, there's a, a lovely church there and a graveyard in Lag, and that the likelihood is that, that the erosion would be in as far as the church within 40 to 50 years. So, you know, I think we we can't just sit back, sit back and let, you know, the powers of be say, look, let's do nothing, let's let nature take its course. We have to try and do something to protect the areas that we have and protect the beaches that we have and protect the likes of Lag Chapel, the likes of Bally and Golf Club. Mm. But All to be fair, is, is that is that not what they're doing, Martin? I mean, they've published this um, this strategy and I think it's been fairly long awaited and there's this whole host of, you know, series of recommendations all in it and how we can prepare for the loss of coastal lands. So, like, mm-hmm. that is what's happening. But what they're yep. saying is, is that there's going to be certain instances where they won't, um, you know, where, where, like, intervention methods won't be appropriate and yeah. this... Basically, you know, getting people to abandon ship is, is going to be part of the policy. Yeah, and, and that probably will have to happen in some areas. But, you know, up to date, up to now, uh, what I would be getting is the wool is not there. And unless there's a wool um, behind these reports, unless there's a wool behind this to make this happen, because everything you go to do when it comes to coastal erosion um, is a lot of red tape. And it was mentioned earlier about special areas of conservation. All these areas that we're talking about are within special areas of conservation. It comes with a, an awful lot of issues when it, when you try to do anything. It nearly is a stop sign right away before you even can even start. And unless they are going to you know do something that allows the likes of local authorities to at least try and do some protection in some areas. Uh, and my fear with these reports is that yes, there's a report there, but will that report allow? Uh, works to be done. Will that report allow things to happen in areas that can stop the erosion? And my fear up to date is that that isn't the case. Mm -hmm. And I I still have that fear that that won't be the case. A lot of texters actually, you know, getting in contact to Martin about Dublin um, and parts. I presume it must be North County Dublin where uh, it would appear some homeowners are, you know, uh, badly affected there as well. Like this listener says, I can't believe that the policy is to get people to abandon their homes. It's crazy. We should be doing everything we can to protect them. Another listener, we have some stunning coasts in Ireland with houses that are about 100 years old. This should be a priority for the government. Like they talk in this report today, about 40% of people here in Ireland Ireland live within five kilometres, just five kilometres of the coast, but about 40,000 are within 100 metres of it. So absolutely, we need a policy. Another texter, yeah, you're right about uh, about Dublin, Andrea, happening in Port Ran too. People have been crying out for help for years. Some families have already had to abandon their houses. It's incredibly sad, says this listener. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.